Cobb County School District is one of the largest districts in the country. With over 16 competing high schools and a deep pool of talent in every sport, this is the Cobb Sports Podcast. Let's dig in. That was the drum corps from Osborne Dread Sea of Sound during halftime of their game with Wheeler last Friday. The Cardinals ended up losing that game, their first loss of the season, 17-10 in a mostly defensive double overtime matchup. The Cardinals now face Walton and Wheeler heads to Kennesaw Mountain. Of course, we are closing in on the last few games of the regular season in football and things are looking pretty good for several Cobb teams. Kell has all but won Region 6 in 5A and will definitely be in the postseason. In 6A, Altoona also has a shot at the playoffs if they can win out over Sequoia and River Ridge. In Region 7, it will probably come down to the final game between Pope and Sprayberry for the fourth playoff spot. Over in 7A, McEachern has sewn up Region 3 and will be home for the beginning round of state play, as will Walton in Region 5 if they can continue their unbeaten streak against Osborne and Wheeler. North Cobb is also still very much a contender in the Region 5 bracket and looks as though it should be an all-Cobb region advancing to the playoffs. Harrison should also be through as the four seed in the five-team Region 3. In Region 2, Campbell will advance thanks to their win over Pebblebrook last Friday. The Spartans have a tough two-game stretch to close out their regular season with home games against Carrollton and Westlake. Things are certainly starting to take shape and the postseason will be here before you know it. Let's go, Cobb! In softball, Kell, Lassiter, Pope, and North Cobb are still alive in their bids for a state championship, but unfortunately Kell, Pope, and North Cobb will have to get there the hard way by losing their opening games in the tournament. Lassiter beat Effingham County in their first game and now face River Ridge in the second round. Kell fights elimination against Eastside, and Pope takes on Grovetown. The North Cobb fast-pitch ladies play North Gwinnett in their elimination game. On the hardwood, Cobb's remaining volleyball teams are Kell in 5A, Pope in 6A, and Hillgrove, North Cobb, and Walton in 7A. All of these final four games will be played on Saturday, October 28th. Kell will face McIntosh, and Pope takes on Blessed Trinity. The 7A Final Four contains three Cobb teams. Hillgrove will play Walton for a spot in the championship game, and North Cobb plays Cherokee. We know that there will be at least one Cobb team in the 7A Volleyball Finals, and maybe it will even be an all-Cobb final match. We'll find out for sure on Saturday. Finally, long-distance runners are nearing the end of their season as well. Region championships have been run, and many Cobb runners will be participating in the state finals next weekend, November 3rd and 4th. We'll report on cross-country champions the second week of November. Keep running strong, Cobb cross-country. You're almost there. And that's just a brief glimpse of all the great things happening in Cobb during the fall sports season. There's also a lot of great things happening at Pebblebrook, and we learn about many of them from my athletic director interview this week with Falcon AD Robert Figueroa. AD Figs, as most of us know him, is an alumnus of Pebblebrook and was also involved with the performing arts while he was a student. Here's my discussion with Pebblebrook AD Robert Figueroa. My name is Robert Figueroa. I'm assistant principal and athletic director at Pebblebrook High School. I'm actually a Pebblebrook alumnus. Um, I wrestled at Pebblebrook for three years as a varsity wrestler and co-captain. Um, I, 
When I returned to the district as an educator, I taught high school chorus at Osborne, and I was the wrestling coach there where we had a couple uh, state placers and region champions in my time there. I then got promoted to assistant principal first at Harrison High School and then got the opportunity to come over here as an athletic director. What is one of the things that you're that you're you're most excited about with the with the with fall sports here at um, at Pebblebrook? I think more than anything, it's just um, our students having the opportunity to have these new facilities. I think that it has really given them a boost of confidence to come to a place where they're kind of proud to to showcase when they're hosting away teams. Our flag football team last year it was their first year. Um, and ended the season with one win. That was their first win of the season at the end of the season. This year they are now, they have improved as of last night to seven and three. Mm -hmm. So they're having a very good season, uh, a lot of success. The head coach is working very hard to build to build a very good program there. We had a couple girls make the first and second all-team region for volleyball, so that was huge. On um, football season, of course, like we've had, we've had some woes this year, but um, our coaches are phenomenal. They're, they're built, rebuilding. Um, we had about 12 or 13 coaches on staff last year, and only three of them returned after our head coaching change. So um, Coach Woolridge has done a phenomenal job building the character of those athletes um, and um, even coaching up the assistant coaches. You can see the confidence building in those coaches, and I, and I believe as he continues with his tenure here that we're going to have some great things happen here at the Brook. Um, as we kind of finish up fall sports, of course, we're excited for winter. We have the new arena that we're hoping to have available to be open for our entire basketball season, which is going to be huge. Um, for our, as far as wrestling program, we'll be hosting the region traditional tournament here in February. And so we're looking forward to hosting that. That'll be the first time in a while that Pellbrook has hosted some type of region tournament event. And um, just looking forward to seeing the kids develop and grow under such great coaches. Today, we also have cross country competing at the region tournament. We've had some great success with them this season. Um, a lot of personal best. Amari Ned has done a great job, and Jalen Irby has won quite a bit of competitions um, this semester. So we're um, rooting for them and hoping to get some good results later today. Okay, you had kind of alluded to it, but but if, if anybody hasn't been out to Pebblebrook in like the last two years, this place looks 100% different. So talk about some of the some of the new facilities that 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 you're real proud of here for the sports. Yeah. So the first thing, of course, is our new uh, Morgan Arena. It was formerly the Morgan Gym, dedicated to a former coach here at Pebblebrook. Um, we have a full indoor track. Our press box is connected to that gym, so you enter from the track level and into the press box space, a two-level press box. Um, our old press box, if you had ever seen it, was connected to our old concession stand, and we were, we were definitely due for for an upgrade. So we're really excited to have, um, just to have facilities that our students see at other schools, you know, um, and to give them something to kind of just poke their chest up and be a little bit more proud to call home. Um, outside of that, of course, you know, we've had uh, some upgrades to our stadium as far as the new concession area. Um, they added a little, uh, some additional seating, so that was good just as to, for our fans. Um, but overall, I mean, we're just really excited once the construction is done, we'll get our um, our full practice field back, which would be good because we've expanded athletics, like I said earlier. This is just the second year with flag football. So as our programs are growing, you know, and making, we're trying to make sure that we have the space. This year was the first year, and I don't know how long that um, our volleyball team actually had three teams, freshman, JV, and varsity, all had some success. And um, so we're just excited that kids are interested in 
all of our athletics that we have to offer and not just the basketball and football, the traditional ones. So seeing that grow, I, I'm seeing that the, that we're having better athletes. You know, they're becoming multi-sport athletes because of the options that we're able to provide to them. What, what makes Pebblebrook unique? Well, um, of course, you know that we have the um, performing arts magnet program here. And when I was in high school here at Pebblebrook, I was actually a performing arts magnet student. And at that time, I'm almost positive that I was the only varsity athlete that was in the performing arts. Now we have several girls who are varsity cheerleaders, who are on the softball team, that play flag, that play volleyball, that play basketball. I mean, we're, we're seeing that the athletes that are also displaying other talents off the fields and courts. And so I think it's amazing to see not just a high level of academic and athletic excellence, but also in the arts. You know, I'm still a big advocate for the arts. That was one of the biggest reasons I got into education um, was because of my love for the arts. So being able to see a lot of these students who are multifaceted to kind of explore all of their talents is really a great thing. I work really closely with Mr. Connor to make sure that we can meet the needs of the athletic program, but of course, you know, prioritizing their academics and what they're here to do with the arts program as well. Okay, that, that leads in uh, very nicely to the next question then. Um, being an, an arts guy, you said you were a wrestler in, in high school. What, what is one or two sports that you've really grown to appreciate in your role as athletic director that, that either you didn't, didn't have any, any contact with before or you just didn't really have much time to, um, to pay attention to? The first one would definitely be track. Um, I didn't I mean, you know, you watch it on the Olympics and things like that, but we, we've had a very stellar track program for the past few years. And so going to some of those meets last season, just seeing how intense the competition is. Obviously, we have a very competitive region, but even outside of the region, um, going to the state level and just kind of seeing how, how much effort and work and how long those days are at a track meet, you know. Um, I think a lot of times our coaches – not just track coaches, all coaches can kind of be underappreciated for the amount of time that, that they commit to our students, even in the off season when they're not, you know, receiving their supplement to do that job, you know. So um, just, to, just to really see the hard work that our kids and coaches put into to that track program is incredible. Um, volleyball, they have grown so much um, from last season to this season. Over the summer, they were here every single day. They were doing volunteer work. They had um, different organizations come in to work with them and, and help train them throughout the summer. And so just to kind of see the dedication and the, the commitment to, the, to their conditioning and um, you know, really taking it serious as just an athlete, being, being, being an athlete and not just a volleyball player. You know, we're seeing some of those girls transitioning to other sports now. And so um, I would say those two for sure track I mean, wrestling I was familiar with, and we had long days for tournaments, but it's different when that long day is outside, <laughs> you know, and it's cold in the morning and hot during the day and then cold when you're leaving. So seeing them compete in those different um, – running in that weather, you know, um, it, it's definitely an amazing thing to see. What are some of the benefits for students and, and, and the athletes that they take with them? You know, they're, they're here, and, and, you know, sometimes if they're if – they're, if they're a, a high-level athlete, they can get a college scholarship or, or something like that out of it. But, but aside from that, what are some of the, the life skills? What are some of the benefits of, of being involved in sports? Well, of course, you know, teamwork is the obvious answer. Um, being able to work with someone that maybe you don't know that well or isn't at the same level at you, as you for whatever reason, 
Um, but more importantly, it's, it's an accountability piece that you learn. Um, you know, you learn to, when you're coached the right way, you, you learn to not point the finger but say, what could I have done better? Um, how could I have made that, made the scoreboard a little bit different? How could I have made that change when I had the opportunity to, to possess the ball or whatever that may be? So I think that a lot of what I'm seeing you know, on a lot of our teams is more of that camaraderie of like we lost, not you lost. It's less of that finger pointing. And I think that really helps to build the character of someone. Um, as you go through, you know, as they matriculate out of high school and go to college or get jobs, go to the military, um, you know, we try to make sure that we teach our young adults that you're going to take accountability for what you did. You know, your part in it, even if it may not be as big as someone else's, it doesn't excuse your, you know, your part. And I think they get an opportunity to kind of learn and grow through that when they're um, experiencing like a hard time taking a loss on the team or um, they do a drill wrong, but everybody has to do push-ups. You know, um, it becomes less of that that finger point and just we have to get better. Hey, if you're if you're the reason why we have to do these extra burpees, let me help you so that instead of just complaining about you not being at our level. So I think um, seeing that our coaches have done a great job of building that camaraderie. I'm seeing so much more of our athletes, um, especially the ones that are on the same team, spending time together when they're not at practice. You know, they're, they're really building friendships. So that's another valuable thing is, you know, when you graduate and you may never play basketball again on an organized team, you still have those friendships. Um, and so I think that that helps too, especially in a post-COVID world where things can be socially difficult at times. Um, ha- having the opportunity for them to build relationships that can last a lifetime is is invaluable. Speaking along those those same lines, it's it's real easy to to see on the court or on the field who the who the dominant athletes are, and 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 then they usually get all the accolades. But what are what are some of the the really cool things going on here behind the scenes? So some unsung heroes, or maybe maybe some kids that are just Dragging water bottles or or doing things that 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 aren't high level but are but are very critical to what you're doing here. Our athletic trainer um, started a an application process to be a student trainer, and these students work across all three seasons with our athletic trainer. They're at the practices, they travel to the games, and they assist um, varsity and JV and freshman level. And just seeing that interest grow. Um, allowing the, the students to see an opportunity to support and be a part of athletics without having to be the athlete. I think it just opens their eyes to um, what the world really has to offer them. You know, we get so consumed be, um, thinking that the only way that we can be a part of the NBA is to be the superstar point guard. Mm-hmm. And there are so many other opportunities to be a part of that team without being on the court that is just as important, if not more important, to make that organization be successful. And so having that opportunity where we can have these young men and women um, help help their, not just their team, but like their classmates recover from, you know, injury and and encourage them and, and learn about taking care of your body, I think is something that they will they will value, that will translate into an interest for a major in college. And so I've been very happy to have that opportunity to, to provide that to our students. What's one or, or two lessons that you've learned from the students over the year in, in or over the, it's now, it's now been, this is your second year. Yeah. Your second year. Um, so what are, what are some of the, the lessons that you've learned from the students? Oh, man. Um, I mean, you can never learn enough patience, you know. Uh, <laughs> you, know you know, the 
uh, our students are amazing, you know, but they're kids. And so you, you have to learn that, you know, just because he's 6'5", he's still 15, you know, or just because he, you know, they can bench press or squat this much, they're, they're, still, they're still a child. And so being able to see past their physique, their size, and being able to see their heart, see, see who, learn who they are as people, um, building, you know, further understanding the importance of building relationships when you're having to have, you know, those critical conversations with their parents or, you know, with them and their coach. And so um, patience is definitely the first one. And then the second thing is, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. I've had a very um, outer body experience being back at my alma mater in this position and just kind of smiling. Um, we had homecoming last weekend. It was a, a huge event. We had a ton of community support and some of my classmates were here. And, you know, I hear them say things like, oh man, we used to meet right there every day, you know, after breakfast, or we used to sit, that's the booth we sat in at lunch. And so just kind of seeing that like these, these students here will in 10, 15 years, have those same conversations with their classmates and just kind of, no matter how much the students change or no matter how much the building changes, that there's still this same kind of uh, process to, to growing up and just kind of realizing what you experienced and having an appreciation for it. All right, so is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to make sure you highlight about Pebblebrook? No, um, we are we are super excited to uh, finish up fall sports strong and get ready for winter. Um, transition into our basketball and wrestling teams. Um, we're just we're happy to have the opportunity to provide facilities for our community that we deserve. Um, you know, I think you guys would be really impressed to see with the hard work that not not just happens on the courts or on the field, but in the classrooms. We have amazing teachers. Our coaches are teachers. You don't just have PE, you know, teachers that are coaches. We have phenomenal math teachers, uh, STEAM STEAM teachers, art teachers. There, you know, it, it take it really it tr and truly takes a village, you know, to to build up a community, to build up a program that um, we can be proud of. And, you know, it's amazing to come here every day and to know that we have so many hardworking athletes and coaches at this school, and, it, and it's truly a blessing. We have finalized um, being able to live stream through Huddle, so we're looking forward to being able to provide, once false, um, winter sports begin, um, we'll be able to live stream our um, home games for basketball, girls and boys basketball and wrestling. So we hope people will tune in and see the great things. If you can't come in person, be there virtually to support our athletes. Pebblebrook Athletic Director Robert Figueroa, thank you so much. Thank you. That's going to do it for today. Many thanks to A.D. Figs for his time, and we can't wait to see what's in store for the Falcons as they continue to build their facilities and their sports programs. I hope you learned a thing or two about Cobb Sports on this episode, and I invite you to check out the website at cobbsports.org for more great information, like the Athletes of the Week and Coaches of the Month. There's too much going on to cover everything, but we try to hit all the highlights as much as possible. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next week on the Cobb Sports Podcast. <laughs>